Letty forgetty where she comes from, but she'll always be family. This is spoilers. Uh. This is spoilers. <laughs> Money's the motivation. Money's the conversation. You on vacation. We getting paid. So- Thought you were going Nas Harpoon for sure. <laughs> oh, Nas Poon? No. <laughs> not going Nas Poon yet. <laughs> uh, how's it going, guys? Uh pretty devastating day i mean it won't... sports died <laughs> by the time this is released the coronavirus will have swept across the country and killed six percent of the population or whatever taking a big dip into our numbers we're big in the elderly community <laughs> <laughs> if every spoiler man looks to his left then his right one of those spoiler man won't be here next week <laughs> god i hope that's not true but Thank God we're in an isolated room. <laughs> None of us are sitting next to anybody. But uh, besides all that bummer end of the world stuff, uh, we came here to talk about Fast and Furious 6. And uh, I, of course, won trivia last week because of my gigantic knowledge of uh, Fast and Furious uh, movies. So uh, I dominated at trivia and I obviously chose F6. And uh, I'll just get right into the opening question. Uh, we can go from... Who hosted last week, Pap? Corey. Oh, yeah, it was me. All right, well, then we'll just go east to east. And uh, I just want you to name a movie that you should remember the plot to, but just can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably like a popular movie that everybody knows, and you just don't remember anything about it. So you're asking me to remember something that I don't remember. (laughs) This is a great question. Um... It's too good of a question. I don't remember what's going on in Shutter Island. Oh, don't say... Okay, are you going to talk about it? Good one. I won't spoil it, because I don't remember it. We've been waiting to watch it. And, I mean, <laughs> I know it's old, so... I mean, <laughs> There's something going on. There's some kind of plot uh, that is like a mm-hmm. twisty, turny kind of thing. He, uh, I don't know. He has a gun. I don't know what's going on there. So Shutter Island's my answer. <laughs> Sorry, this is Corey out of Simi Valley, California. What am I doing? <laughs> uh, Pat? That's hilarious, Corey, because I can't remember what happens in Shutter Island either, and I've seen that movie. Uh, but this is Pappy recording from Louisville, Colorado, and I'm going to go with uh, La La Land. I <laughs> remember there's jazz, and I remember there's like a song on the freeway. I remember like the very end, but I don't know how that's like a two-hour movie. Like, I couldn't tell you anything that happens like in between the goose. those things. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh... I guess that's me then. Is that? Yeah. Okay, this is Josh from Goshen. This is a really boner of a question, Mikey, like Corey said. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, this Johnny Depp movie from, I think, like the mid-2000s called Secret Window came to my mind. Yeah. Yeah. All I can remember is Johnny Depp, uh, like, in a cabin, acting a little zany. (laughs) (laughs) That's like it. (laughs) I remember that one. Alcoholism. Brett, you want to go? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, this is Brett from Fort Wayne. Uh, I could pick two really confusing movies, but I'll just go with one that I've seen <laughs> multiple times. Uh, this one that uh, there's a big chunk of the plot that confuses me, and I think everyone probably feels the same. Uh, Matrix Revolutions. Mm. Or uh, which one pick, is that? pick two, or, two three. or three. It's three, but I guess it could probably be two as well. Yeah, and it won't be too long before we can lump four in with that as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What's the uh, other one? Or did you not want to say? I, I don't want to name two. Oh, uh, wait, which one? The other two? Yeah, Pr- go Primer it. and Pie. Oh, Primer's a good one. They're, I, I liked them both. I just uh, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen either It's been those. a long time, and I just remember a lot of math <laughs> and uh, science. And a drill. Oh, yeah. Oof. Uh, well, I'm Mikey. I'm recording from Goshen, Indiana, and a movie I can't remember the plot to is... Hmm, probably should have thought of an answer for this question before I asked it. Uh, hmm. I love how Corey put it. What do you remember that you don't remember? (laughs) So classic. Uh, I'll just try to think of something from this year. I can't really remember what was going on in Joker, I guess. Why was he so angry? What his problem? Society, bro. It's because that clown makeup. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just didn't leave a big impression on me, so I don't remember much about that movie. But, uh, I just brought that up because, like I said before, this movie is just all action. Not a lot of plot, so... Uh, I was just confused. I had wa- had to watch this movie twice in order to <laughs> to get my bearings straight on this because uh, I had remembered so little the first after the first watch. So that was why I asked that question. But um, let's just jump into it because uh, there's just a lot to talk about in this movie. There's a lot of scenes. It's kind of long, and I just want to get through it pretty quickly. So uh, we start off racing uh, between. Dom and Brian and Pap, where are they going to and why are they racing? Well, <clears throat> the last Furious Five ended on a cliffhanger where they were going on a race, uh, much like Fast and Furious did, but they're actually going to see the birth of Brian O'Connor's child, uh, which he, he's uh, really risking life and limb <laughs> to do yeah. this. It seems like mm-hmm. he really hasn't left the old life behind. I don't know why. <laughs> why he's going about this but uh yeah they pull up to a nunnery and i think they're on they're in the canary islands right no extradition <laughs> i mean they got it they got a race there it's it's who they are ride or die i think is the mantra of this movie ride or die ride or die on the way to the hospital to see your <laughs> unborn child so the movies kind of connect but not really it kind of is what you're thinking right pap cuz they're about to race and you start with mm-hmm. them racing, but I think they're in like different cars, and it's like for a completely different reason. Exactly, it's all pretty riveting stuff. Uh, Dom gives a Brian a pep talk before he walks in there, and he's like, "If you don't raise that baby right, I'm just gonna beat your ass later." So. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your fucking ass, bro. <laughs> it's like a callback too to the early earlier Brian concerns, right? Of like being a dad. He's like, "How do you know I'll be a good dad?" He's like, if you don't kick your ass. It's like yeah. he said that to him when he started dating Mia. He's like, break her heart and I'll break your face. <laughs> Vin Diesel's answer to that is basically like, because I'm your dad. Mm. <laughs> Once you walk through that door, everything changes, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you wascally wabbit. You're going to be a great father, Brian. What makes you so sure? Because I'll be there to kick your ass if you ain't. Get in there. Go. Brian, remember the second you go through those doors, everything changes. Uh, and then after that, uh, it's just like a smash cut to uh, five minutes of like a Wiz Khalifa music video, uh, just recapping the last <laughs> the last five movies. 
Uh, it's a pretty long <laughs> intro, and it's a full song, so a pretty bad song, too. It's a sweet recap montage. Yeah, Brett, where does it stand on montages? Uh, behind Ghostbusters, but in front Easily. of every other movie. Yeah, there we go. That's a position I can totally support. Middle of the road. You have to appreciate its length and girth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was magnificent. It's something to behold. Uh, and then right after that, we get The Rock uh, is introduced again. Um, Josh, what is he doing? And who is he with? He's got to choose another spicy partner from the local region <laughs> that he's policing again. Uh <laughs> They make it a lot quicker, I think, in this movie. He basically has like... Uh, it's like five seconds. Yeah, he has one one-liner. Oh, he's got this new chick. What did we call her, Brett? Because I don't remember her character name. Cara uh, Dune? Terminator? I don't know. No. Butch? Yeah. Because the of Brett's, chick. Because <laughs> Brett's wife nicknamed her Butch Chick, I think, what it, what it was. <laughs> Something like that. She's super tough. She's beating everyone up. Gina Serrano? Yeah, that's about it, right, Mikey? Yeah, um, I think they're like heading to like a I don't know what country they're in, but they're in Europe somewhere, and they're heading to a police station to quote interrogate uh, a guy that looks like an off-brand Vin Diesel. Oh man, <laughs> they're trying to trick you so bad. <laughs> yeah, who offers up very little information? Uh, Corey, what happens in that room? Oh man. The Aldi version of Vin Diesel. So uh, <laughs> Hobbs is like given uh, five minutes to interrogate this guy. And he's like, I only need two. And he just goes in there and starts beating the shit out of this guy. Like he <laughs> he relentlessly pummels this fucking dude. Like he thrashes the entire room. He's like slamming him into walls. He's just... I think he throws him into the lights in the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Just like deadlifts him and chucks him into the ceiling. He DDTs him. He like tombstone pile driver. <laughs> it's like he's doing everything in there. And then he, he gets some info out of him. The location of uh, Owen Shaw, who's the guy that's, that they're all after. Cause Owen Shaw has been like stealing military computer chips throughout the land. I guess he's trying to build some kind of super weapon. They talk more about that later. Do they? Because that's the plot, and I don't remember any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, in, a, in the form of a throwaway line. They say <laughs> yeah. he's trying to build a nightshade device, which is a tech bomb <laughs> oh, man. that will block yeah. the military grid for 24 hours. Can we go back to The Rock throwing this dude around in the cell, though, for a second? Hell in a cell yes. for this Aldi <laughs> yeah. version of Vin Diesel? Because I think... There's like actually a little nugget of wisdom into the thin blue line, as they say. Uh, they pull out and you're like looking at the rock, just like throwing this guy around from the point of view of like detectives that are outside looking in. And one of them's like, that's not legal. We got to stop him. And the girl's like, yeah, well, who's actually going to go in there to stop yeah. him? He, yeah, he mm -hmm. says, is this legal? She goes, no, but who's going to be the one to go in there and Tell him or something like that. And I mean, I know it's The Rock, so obviously he's tough. But like, <laughs> if you think about it, anyone who's like displaying a bunch of violent tendencies, like that's a really hard situation to enter in for anyone. Like, let alone your like police officer com compadre. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading in too deep to it, but like that abuse of power stuff always intrigues me. It's interesting. 
Did anybody notice that in the interrogation room, there's a giant analog clock set to 420 that doesn't move really? throughout the course of that whole scene? <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off of it. <laughs> Pap could just sense a clock stuck on 420. Yeah. <laughs> he could smell it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, Josh. I mean, why does it, everybody has a gun in the police station? Why don't somebody go in there and threaten the rock? It's not like he's bulletproof. Well, he's so badass that he can basically just do anything he wants in any situation, it seems like. He may not be bulletproof, but missiles can't kill him. (laughs) (laughs) He is pretty intimidating in his extra, extra small shirt. uh, Dude, he's so massive in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is like peak rock right here. I mean, he is absolutely jacked yeah but then he goes up against sven or whatever and he's like a little baby man yeah that's true that guy is gigantic um after this scene i don't think he gets like any information out of this guy or whatever he does points him in vin diesel's direction and that's the next stop we head to that's one of my things with this movie like i think we're in london at some point i don't know if we ever come back to america you like start in brazil i didn't really have a good sense of where we were I don't think any point in this movie. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Remember I made the point about being in Moscow and Brittany's like, they haven't been in Moscow since the beginning of the movie. I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's Russia, duh. <laughs> She's like, they're in London. I was like, when did they get to London? So is this, Mikey, is this the part where they're introduced to their nemesis? Uh, no, not yet. This is the okay. rock recruiting Dom. He's got Ooh. some info on Brett. What does he have in that folder? Uh, he's got a picture, uh, pictures of Letty that were taken a week ago. And, uh, he just knew that was going to be the ace in the hole to get, uh, Vin and the crew and his family together and join the team. Mm-hmm. And apparently Letty is now on a team with this Shaw guy who is... I, I don't know what the plot we uh, decided on. They're stealing <laughs> microchips or something. Um, she's a part of that crew now. And uh, after that, we get Dom who says he's only going to do it alone. And then uh, The Rock is like, no, dog, you, you have to have a crew. And I need your crew, your family, the familia. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Dom reluctantly gets everybody on a group Skype chat and is like... I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. You'll get it when the team gets it. No team. This is going to have to be me alone. It's not that simple. The crew we're after, they hit like thunder and disappear like smoke. You go in alone, you won't ever touch them. Been chasing this guy across four continents and 12 countries, and believe me, the last damn place I want to be right now is on your front doorstep selling Girl Scout cookies. I need your help, Dom. I need your team. Uh, Pat, where, where's uh, Tyrese at, and what happens during his phone call? Oh, my God. So it's like, well, first of all, the whole premise of this, we just have to take a step back and be like, this is an international terrorist threat that's going like, to result in tens of thousands of lives, possibly the collapsing of the economy of multiple continents, and like, we need this particular crew to solve this problem, not like trained <laughs> SEALs, not specialists, not diplomats. But it's it's Tyrese. They only had how much? They stole $100 million in Fast Five, right? And it worked out yeah. to like $10 million a piece. 
Somehow mm-hmm. it's become like that they're all like billionaires now because Tyrese has his own plane. <laughs> I think he's just been blowing his money in one I go. I just looked this up, Pappy, because I was curious. I'm like, $10 million cannot buy a private jet. Private mm-hmm. jet can cost anywhere from $3 million to $90 million. So maybe he got a cheaper one. <laughs> Blew a third. So maybe about a $3 million one's going to fly out. <laughs> He's gonna fly it once to this casino with a bunch of models <laughs> and then just leave them all there. But he's he's drinking it up uh, in a plane. Yeah, and he kind of makes a fool of himself uh, with this plane full of models. He's gonna take him out for a week or whatever, and then he uh, gets the call from Dom and he has to tell the uh, pilot to turn around. And then he kind of looks like an idiot. He offers some vouchers to the buffet. Yeah, that was because they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Corey, what is uh, Ludacris up to? How does he get his phone call? Uh, he's just, you know, hanging around a beach, super jacked with no shirt on. He's fucking insanely buff. I didn't know Ludacris was that <laughs> <Yeah>. buff. <laughs> Ludacris uh, is now a uh, certified beefcake in the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, he, he's, you know, stealing from ATMs and giving to the poor. He, like, uses his tech skills to hack into an ATM and just start making it projectile shoot currency into the locals because they're kind of talking shit to him like, oh, you got all this money, but you're not giving it to the little people. So that's what he's mm-hmm. doing, I guess. Like, I don't know, every day, I assume. Yeah, he's kind of flexing on everybody in this poor town. Um, and Josh, where is our boy Han and and our girl Giselle at? Uh, man, give me a hint. They're in Japan, I'm pretty sure, or at least... Hong Kong. Yeah, they're eating. <laughs> and then it's uh, a little bit of overdramatic... Yeah. Posing? <laughs> posing, yeah. <laughs> Model posing with guns uh, as the cops around them. That was so stupid. It was like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like the way they like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like back to back, like they keep switching sides, like... <laughs> Yeah, this is one of those parts of the movie that's just so forgettable because it's so meaningless. But to think of all like the time and effort to like choreograph a scene like this, like it's a real action scene. And I think what happens here is like the police are busting them, but then they're like, "Hey, Dom needs you for the family." <laughs> so they're like, they're on the Weren't jet they plane. Just giving there to give him the phone, or yeah. Kind of overkill. <laughs> yeah. Lady cop chucks a phone at uh, like Giselle or something, and then next scene, everybody's all together. Uh, and <laughs> there, there are families eating at this diner, and there are automatic weapons being drawn so fucking <laughs> yeah. Dom can get touched with Han. They fucking text him. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, and then uh, right after that, uh, everybody's hanging out uh with the rock and they're kind of setting the parameters of this bargain that they're trying to deal out of if they take down shaw then what do they get in return mikey did you notice uh some of these scenes brett pointed this out as we watched together last night that it was like you could tell they were cutting around vin diesel and the rock being in the same room kind of when they when they could i felt like they did that I could be wrong, though. This is like the first time like, we're noticing it. It's like a lot of single shots back and forth where... Oh, it, like they weren't together? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Hey, Corey, you might know. What's what's the timeline of that? Like, when did they start to hate each other? 
In eight, I'm pretty sure they're not in the same frame at any point. <laughs> well, this one, I feel like two-thirds of the time, they're not in the same frame, and they're just showing clips behind the back. You might be right. They definitely were together sometimes. I mean, they're standing next to each other multiple times, but... That Aldi like, yeah. version of Vin Diesel is actually, like, the back of his head, like, 80% <laughs> it's of the definitely time. possible. <laughs> <laughs> that guy probably has a lucrative career uh, just because of this rivalry. He's probably been hired on full-time. To take over for the his fucking back Vin shots. Petrol. Yeah. <laughs> He's like doing things like gaslighting them to think that they like, hate each other more. <laughs> oh, the Rock was talking shit, bro. <laughs> You're my only friend. <laughs> Aldi me. <laughs> yeah, so. You sound like Lou Ferrigno. They've basically bargained for immunity to get. Back to the States, uh, if they take down Shaw. Um, there's kind of a goofy scene <laughs> with Tyrese being an idiot and eating candy out of the candy machine. Uh, where he almost gets shot by the rock. Let's give credit where it's due. Stevie called that and I think fast four or maybe five, but like, how many of the rest of these movies are about clearing names? <laughs> like, I cracked up because that's what this whole movie is about. It's the ultimate prize, bro. No, no warrants. No warrants out on you. It's the ultimate prize. Uh, after that, we get the scene with the half rate Vin Diesel who leads us to Shaw's hideout. Um, obviously, Shaw knows the cops are there because they're all standing right outside the door. Uh, so they totally blow their cover. And the informant is like pretty shady the whole time he talks to Shaw. And then that leads to a pretty crazy chase in the streets. Uh, Brett, what kind of car is Shaw driving? And what, what's kind of like its superpower? It's like a snow shovel. It like gets <laughs> under, it gets under cars and flips them over. It's like a, it's like the rumbler from the dark night, but like much smaller mm-hmm. version. And it just, Pops cars up in the air. Yeah. It's like a dune buggy scooper. Well, doesn't the guy like blow up like an entire city block worth of like some <laughs> building that like an overhanging road or something? What is that? He's like Tokyo drifting underneath it while it blows up. They were like, it's like a bridge. He was taking out the pillars where a lot of the cops were. Yeah, I mean, he kills so many people. A lot of people die in this movie, yeah. especially when we get to the tank part, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, I do like how this movie and then like, you know, eight, we get submarines, but it's not, it's not, it's more committed to just having a vehicle. You know what I mean? This is not a street racer by any means. I don't even know if this car is grounded in any kind of physics. I don't think it is, but it's Rocket League it's, physics. <laughs> it's fun to see. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I, they couldn't just keep doing the same shit over and over again. It's a logical progression just to step it up with a snow shovel car. Yeah. New stunts. This is the disappearing act of physics in the Fast and Furious franchise because <laughs> he is burnout three takedowning a bunch of cars on the road. And he's, uh, I, what does he have with him that, uh, everybody is chasing after him with? Does he have like money or one of the microchips already? I think they're just trying to catch him. They found out where his hiding place was. They are just trying to catch him, but it's like the whole thing's a setup. So, but, but I guess before I explain that, Shaw, you have to set him up. He's like, they set him like as a a guy that's like five steps ahead of everybody. He's like omnipotent, omniscient, and everything. Omniscient, yeah. 
He's like highly trained. He's a suave, cool British dude that is just, I don't know, always ahead of the curve. Loves precision. Yeah, he's played by Luke Evans. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else he's been in. And I, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. Beauty and the Beast and The Hobbit. Dracula. Oh. Yeah. He's, the, okay. he's the bard. I'm going to give you a chance. Take your crew and walk away. That's the only way you're going to keep your family safe. Your brother never told you never threaten a man's family? Um. Yeah, he's... Pretty cool. Yeah, I thought he was awesome. He ends up being Jason Statham's brother toward, uh, we see towards the end of the movie. Uh, and he ends up being like a pretty important character later on in the franchise. Uh, but I just spoiled that. Um, so we get that crazy chase in the streets and the, the family's in a bunch of beamers and they have like, Shaw's team has like this EMP thing that latches onto the front of cars and takes them out. And Brian, being the blue-eyed Jesus behind the wheel that he is, he knocks <laughs> off his <laughs> hockey puck thing on his car and ends up getting launched in the air by another uh, lady in one of those flippy indie car things. And he gets taken out. And then Pep, uh, Dom is just like all by himself. He's chasing off chasing Letty. He spots her somehow and uh, ends up chasing her down mm-hmm. the street. And then what happens? How does their interaction go? Yeah, so Dom and Letty are reunited. Watching this for the first time, I, I didn't know, you know, how they were going to play it. I kind of got the vibe from her face in the movie that she, there was a sense of recognition. So I thought she may have still been like a double agent or something, but she shoots him and like has this kind of, like I said, sulky look on her face and just drives away. But it's a, it's a shot to the shoulder. So it, she didn't kill him. And likely intentionally. Uh, but I, I don't know. And in Fast and Furious rules, that doesn't affect you at all. Like, you can get shot. And it, if it's not in a vital organ, you're fine, basically. You can die and you can still come back in Fast and That's Furious. That's true. Not- get that force heal. No one ever really dies. You can jump off a bridge, catch somebody else, and go into a car and just walk away. Oh, I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> can I say... Wait, start- That's a good I one. would like to say, like, to your point, Pappy... I guess I can suspend my disbelief about this whole amnesia plot point, but Ugh. her acting throughout it is not very good to me. I don't think she really has much motivation slash doesn't really know what to be doing with her gazes. Like, it's pretty meaningless. Was she even in the last one? No. I mean, they, they hint at her at the end of five, but like, it's such a, if we're getting to the amnesia thing now, like, it's such, it, there's so many hoops to jump through and, and so much suspension of disbelief that that is, I mean, it's already happening in a fun way, but this is like not in a fun way. It's, it's so cheesy. And like, I, who, who's Dom's chick at the start of the movie that he dishes a much hotter girl. Oh, the Brazilian Elena. Not only. Yeah, Brett, I will agree that she is much more attractive, but I would also say that it's a more compo- like compelling foil to Don, you know, like former cop, former outlaw, I, I don't know what value add Letty or wh- who's the actress's name? Um, Michelle Rodriguez. What Michelle Rodriguez is bringing to the series that we have to give her fucking amnesia to bring her back. <laughs> it's weird. You don't turn your back on family, even when they do. I mean, Corey, do you, is it worth it? You're the keeper of the lore. 
This seems like a yeah. <laughs> yeah, she comes back as you gotta have she comes Letty back man. as Letty the White for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think like maybe she wanted out and then saw that it got popular and really popular in five and was like, "Hey, write me back in" or something. Definitely or do you possible. Think Plus, that she was, was doing Avatar. She was doing Avatar and stuff, um, right? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Avatar was oh nine. Hmm. I don't know. She's only out for one movie, and because they hinted her at the end of five anyway, so she's not even really yeah. out of any movies. Yeah, they probably plan that. Um, but after that, uh, everybody regroups back at this base that they got set up with the rock and Dom is over in the corner removing that bullet <laughs> that Letty <laughs> shot him with, uh, by himself. And he does it without even making a noise, no tears or anything. He's a big boy, um, <laughs> catches it up. And then after that, uh, they decide that they need a plan. They need new cars, new equipment. Uh, they can't all run around in beamers because it's just not it's it's not the same man you got to be one with the car you got to tune it yourself it's not <laughs> they're not running at peak performance with uh everybody running the same same engine all the True. all the same cars i think this scene had like my favorite like the funniest scene in it where he's talking about how they're that's like their doppelgangers <laughs> yes. that, that scene or was that the one earlier where they're in that room i thought that was really funny he's like this guy's definitely you <laughs> yeah. it's like that bizarro episode of seinfeld they've all got their like yeah. copy on the other side yeah because shaw has this team of uh, super elite i don't know i guess ex-military guys that are all foils to everybody in la familia and letty yeah, yeah. plus letty and I, it's implied <laughs> that they're like the best of the best teams or whatever and uh um Shaw and his team are also like regrouping and they he's like pretty upset with his own team uh cuz they kind of almost got taken out by this inferior crew. Um Corey, what what's uh Shaw's deal? What was happening in that meeting and what happens when Letty shows back up? I uh, I think they do some investigation and they find out that Letty used to be with Dom and they kind of like intimidate her a little bit. They're like, is this going to be a problem? And you know, she says, no, I'm with you guys now. She doesn't remember any of this. Like we mentioned before, she has the amnesia, but as it turns out, I think later on, like Shaw, again, he's like five steps ahead of everyone. So he already knew this. This was all part of his plan anyway. So yeah, I mean, he's just in there showing them who's boss being cool British guy. And, uh, they have that realization there. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask if, how did he not know? Didn't he recruit her before, or in the hospital or something? I was going to. Yeah, man, it's all part of the plan. All part of the plan. Uh, the Rock and Ludacris are out buying cars. They go to some fancy auction. Josh, who's this douchey guy that they run into? <laughs> and how does he disrespect The Rock? <laughs> oh my gosh, I really do remember so little of this movie. Good <laughs> criminy. <laughs> How much Mexican food did we eat last night, Brett? So much. And a lot of sour beer. Yeah, we had some good sour beers last night. Um, uh, who does he... Honestly, who does he meet? It's that douchey guy who's like, oh, yeah. these, you can't afford these cars. They just couldn't oh possibly God. afford these cars. I guess they're back in London now. Or okay. they never left London. Uh, it's like and they're at a butler, dude. <laughs> yeah. They walk to this high-end car thing, and this butler guy is like, I can tell by the way that you are dressed, and <laughs> like how your shoes are fitting, that 
you are like either the wait staff or on the wrong ship. And so I don't I think it's pretty much the next scene they flash badges and make this guy give the rock his clothes, even though they're clearly not gonna fit. <laughs> yeah, they wanna and then his watch and everything. They, he kinda got me yeah. too, to be honest, but it's cool. <laughs> he, he gets robbed <laughs> by a police officer. Uh stripped. Yeah, it's a weird scene. Abuse of power number two for The Rock. But isn't he kind of implying that he's buying them with the money? Can he get away with that? Like, that's part of the sale? Yeah, his pants. The shirt yeah. off his back, yeah. <laughs> I'm just Nothing saying. Nothing wrong with that. Paying a couple hundred grand, he's like, I want that shirt too. I don't know. What if the gender roles were reversed, Brett? Then it'd be disgusting. <laughs> Don't don't you dare assume gender. You don't know their gender. <laughs> Edit point. Uh, so Hobbs and Luda buy all those cars. Um, Gal Gadot and Gina Carano. <laughs> it, it's actually a, it's actually Gadot. <laughs> they hunt down a, a creepy looking blonde guy who I guess <laughs> built Shaw's cars, and they they're just trying to get info about those little indie cars that flip other bigger cars. Um, so what happens when they find him, Brett? Oh, the guy, uh, he pocket dials people and they come and shoot him up and there's a shootout that ensues. And then the, you know, he gets shot and she's like, oh, help me make this right. I'll get revenge. And he's like, Braga. <laughs> and I, Josh and I were like, "Who's Braga?" The guy from two movies ago. Well, yeah. Who's Braga? <laughs> well, we, we at first we didn't know what was going on. I was thinking that Aldi Vin Diesel guy might have been Braga. Like, I don't know. I was like, "What's a Braga?" <laughs> I forgot it was even a name. <laughs> forgot that it was, was even a name. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a cola of some some kind? <laughs> uh, yeah, they. Uh, they get this info about Braga, and now is uh, the part of the movie that I, I just can't remember. There's about 45 minutes here that just fly by for me. I guess it's mostly to do with Brian. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Heading into prison. <laughs> Corey, do you know what's going on here? Yeah, there's a lot of like investigation between the crew splitting up here. Um, Brian goes off off that Braga tip to comes back to the States. And he hooks up with his old uh, FBI friend, the, the guy that he bashed in the face. Friend, hilarious callback. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty good. <laughs> by the by, the way, actually, we skipped a part. It's my fault. I I did it. I there's like a big chase scene, and there's like a pretty cool fight, and one of their guys dies, right? And then the two chicks fight, two women fight, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And then um, Rome and. Han, Han fight, fight that one guy. One of the, oh, one of the right, henchmen, right. but he's yeah. like the karate henchman, so he yeah. just kicks their ass. Mm-hmm. You yeah. gotta have the one karate henchman that like can like do karate really good. That guy's fucking badass. And Gal just like shoots, I think, the Roman Bizarro guy in the neck and he dies. Yeah, and then the the girls have a good fight where they just roll down the stairs at the end and Letty just gets up and runs away. She's alright. Get, mm-hmm. Getting back to where we were, though, I'm willing yeah, to bet just, that yeah. Pappy really hated this Brian returning to prison stuff because it is not very uh, well thought out or like reasonable. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I hated it. I kind of actually did enjoy I did. the. 
I, I, I kind of did enjoy the callback. It it is ultimately super duper duper pointless because he, Paul Walker essentially just learns that when Letty quote unquote died, the guy actually for some reason shot the car and that created an explosion which gave her amnesia. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is a plot straight out of any kind of like daytime TV it's show. It's actually called Carnesia. Carnesia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She got blown up and tossed away from the car. And survived. It's all very logical, Pat. How come in Dom's flashback where he could like recreate the scene mentally, like he didn't see that coming? <laughs> yeah. <out? laughs> Legolas, Legolas would have, or Aragorn would have found the, uh, the footprints. Yeah, he would have been on the ground like they rolled this way. <laughs> he would have smelled the grass. What kind of ranger are you? Let's call it what it is. This is just giving Paul Walker something to do. His character doesn't have a lot to do in this movie, but it's hilarious because, like, when you yeah, what is with that? When you watch these scenes, like the antagonist in prison, Braga, will have like a thirty-second close-up on his face while he like talks to Paul Walker, and when Paul Walker delivers his lines, it'll like cut around a bunch and like show the back of his head, and it's just like the one good take of the audio they could get with like the one good thing of the face you could get. Like, they're trying this best to like work around Paul Walker, but the, the series is like moved beyond him. At this point. That is weird, isn't it? He was, I don't know, like the centerpiece. Like, people loved him in one and two. I mean, he, he's the only reason to watch two, really. Well, we talked about it in five. That was his, like, least bad movie. But, like, the he's the less they ask him to do, the better he is. You know what I mean? He's just got to stand there and look pretty. Get in the car, man. <laughs> I still like him more than Vin at this point. I thought that was his best acting, though. Like, the, with the, the crying was pretty good for him. Sure. Like the tears kind of came to us. I mean, it's, that's graded on a curve, but. Yeah. It is such a strange, like, power dynamic shift that has been going on, like, just in the cast, like, with The Rock and Vin Diesel and, like, Brian is, like, pretty much the C guy now, C, D guy now. So it's just weird seeing that in this movie, I guess. But yeah, that whole, that was a long, 45 minutes of like setting up that whole prison thing just to get that information, which I've already forgotten what Pab said was because it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, and then after that, we, is there anything else during that time before we get to the tank chase that needs to be explained? I really, that whole period, I can't remember at all. Yeah. Dom uh, reconnects with Letty. So through their investigation, they find out that Liddy's involved in the uh, London street racing community. So you got to have like the, you know, obligatory street racing scene in the movie mm -hmm. where they go to the street. Like, you know, there's all the, the girls are all looking hot and they got the music playing. You call it street racing. I call it foreplay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fresh air. It's very, it's a very <laughs> sexual race. <laughs> well, there's a classic shot for Fast and Furious and this is yep. what it is. It's a tracking shot. It's on two women's butts. One could be a thong. They could both be G-string. It's microscopic. The thong is like not even there. And then the girls walk to the side and a car is revealed with one or two of our tough guys, arms crossed, leaning against. That yep. is like <laughs> the Fast and Furious shot. Mm -hmm. It happens in every movie and I'm sure everybody recognizes it. Um, but yeah, like Josh said. Butt shot, straight into car, arm crosses. Um, <laughs> every, every time. And then a street race right after. 
It's a, it's a meme at this point, but how can we show them that we like ass and cars? Hmm. Let's get creative in this one. <laughs> I really like that race. I thought it was pretty good, and it was a pretty good car chase scene. Brett, what do you think? I think the think? next, I think that fifteen minutes of the whole movie is my favorite part of the whole movie. Like the race. Yeah. I thought her, him talking to, even though it was all a little corny. I thought him talking to Letty, and then him talking to uh, Shaw were the two best scenes in the movie for me. Um, it kind of showed what Corey was talking about where Shaw just knows what's going on. He has everything planned out. He's got eyes everywhere and he gives them a chance. And I actually kind of had a funny interaction with Josh during this point. I guess this might lead to maybe a little conversation, but I said, does anyone else think that Luke Evans is by far the best actor in this movie? And my wife nodded her head and Josh goes, no. I said, well, who? He goes, Vin Diesel. So, I, <laughs> no, I believe I, I said family. Yeah, I think actually, for the record, now Vin Diesel is now tied for the king of spoilers officially. Oh, oh, along with Justin Lin is tied for a king of directors. <laughs> oh, <whoa. of> spoilers. <laughs> wow, good work, everyone. <laughs> so, I, uh, I mean, I just to touch, uh, just to answer your question, Brett. I might agree with you. It's just that I don't really like any movies that that guy's been in. But he is pretty good, I guess. I feel like there was a time when he was like the the up-and-comer. Like he was going to be like a leading man in a lot of movies. Like he was going to be a Jason mm-hmm. Statham. At least I felt so. But then he kind of got sidelined, it seemed like. I haven't seen him for a while. Oh, I mean, Beauty and the Beast was 2017. That's a good point. Just because he has a British accent doesn't mean he's a good actor. <laughs> That's exactly what it means. Classically <laughs> trained. Are we counting Jason Statham? Is he a better actor than Luke Evans? I like Jason Statham more. Jason Statham wasn't in the movie at the time that I made the, you know. Fair enough. Ludacris. Yeah, I mean the he's the best actor. And in the power rankings of Fast Six, I mean, it's not like a- acting capability wise. It's he's a pretty pretty big power <laughs> player in the in the arena. Um. And then uh, we somehow end up with uh, in the tank chase. We get a, a tanky boy. <laughs> um, there's a giant semi that's carrying a, a weapon, which I guess is the tank. And their whole plan has to change. And Ludacris is freaking out because he's, I think he like planned this whole thing without the tank in mind. And now it's gone to shit. And everything is changing now. And. And Pep, what what's the deal with the tank? Who's in the tank? And how many people die uh, from the so tank? So many. <laughs> how many innocent people die from this tank? Countless. <laughs> Countless people die from the tank. It's uh, the aforementioned potentially best actor in the movie, Luke Evans, <laughs> driving the tank. And the the squad is scrambling to try and figure out uh, a way to do it. Oh, and also uh, uh, Letty is in the tank as well. And she's kind of... I don't know. Yeah, she's not happy. Yeah, I mean, w- would you say that she's kind of like starting to remember family, or she she's not down for the mass murder that Luke Evans is committing? Yeah, I think that I don't know if she's remembering yeah. much because they at towards the end they pretty much imply that she doesn't still, but I think she's starting to realize that she's probably better than she is, and I think she took a lot of what Vin uh, told her to heart, like maybe believed them, and she's, I don't know. I mean, she's beginning. To believe. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing? 
beginning to believe. <laughs> I think this is one of the things that kind of sucks about the Fast and the Furious franchise is like, this is totally out of character for Luke Evans as a villain. Like he's been so calculated and so smart I agree. I agree. the whole movie. But then like when you bring up a point like that, it's like, well, it's just dumb fun. You're not supposed to think about it. And you're like, okay. You know what I mean? Like you can't really, I don't know. It feels immune to any kind of like critical thought like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess his end goal is mass murder anyways, but true though. Yeah, That's true. Right now he's just gone off the rails and now he's, like gta 5 just a tank in the middle of the street um it's a, <laughs> yeah. i think it's a pretty awesome action scene it's awesome yeah it looks really cool <laughs> there's one point the worst part i think i don't know if we spelled it out but like they're chasing each other down a bypass and they do a u-turn and instead of like moving to the other lane they just start going the wrong way on the bypass and they just broadside flat out head-to-head ram like 20 cars yeah, they and it, all die instantly on impact. <laughs> I was making these jokes to Brett at the time, like describing who was in the car and like how many babies and children <laughs> and pets. And stuff. That's a family. He's like, that's a family of four. <laughs> well, it's every single car is like a minivan or an SUV that is just getting obliterated. And there's even a like a five second scene of a mom just ditching her car. You don't see anything in the car. But she just <laughs> runs away Saved from herself. Yeah. yeah, you didn't see the Sophie's <laughs> Choice decision behind that. Like, right before her kids are still cowering in the car, like on the bottom of the seat. <laughs> she left <laughs> us. She left us. She left us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyrese ends up getting uh, caught in front of this tank, and his car gets ground up and like spit out the back, and is tied. Uh, he somehow manages. Would you, to would tie you guys have the- cared if he died? I really don't care for his character. I don't think he's funny either. Josh is Team Roman. I love how hungry he is. I can't <laughs> deny that. <laughs> Look, I think they should kill him off at some point, just because I think he's the most expendable. I know he's supposed to be the comic relief, but they're all like the comic relief, you know? I would much rather have Han just live kill him. and kill off uh, Roman Pierce if that was a choice. Yeah. 1,000%. You guys suck. He's the best actor in this movie. That's true. <laughs> no, no, family. Roman, you hang in there. Hang in there, man. Somebody better do something. I got a tank on my head. There's got to be a breakup ahead. Tyrese's gigantic forehead deflects every piece of shrapnel coming up his way. <laughs> um, <laughs> And his his Mustang is now uh, uh, suggested to be used as, uh, I don't know, an anchor or something. And it's supposed to be tossed. They, they need to toss it over the side of this bridge in order to stop this tank. This is the plan that they come up with. We, we get some absolutely crazy physics here where uh, oh, Vin Diesel <laughs> down best, does this like... This is the best scene in movie history right here. Yeah, this is absolutely insane here. Uh Dominic Toretto slows down time uh, and calculates the speed and velocity at which Michelle Rodriguez flies through the air as uh, the tank uses this Mustang as a fulcrum point to launch her into the sky. <laughs> and he he also, like, I don't know, he crashes his own car into, the, like, the side railing and launches himself somehow. Oh, somehow he launches himself out of his own car and catches her. 
and they both he slams into uh, they clear like a fourteen car. foot gap too at the same time. Like <laughs> physics yeah. do not work that way. They're really going. Josh, it's can you wild. edit a video of that with like Vin Diesel like preparing doing the math with like the formulas? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, that's a great head. idea. Yes, I can. And I love right after he lands. I, I think someone makes a comment like Oh, he didn't die. A car broke his fall. It's like, yeah. what are you talking about? How did you know a car, a car would break our fall? I didn't. Well, his you know how spine. when you're falling down really far and a car just breaks your fall and you're just like, ah. It's like, whoosh. that car was there. His spine is obviously protected by his thick pork rind skin. He's <laughs> totally encased. Yeah. In a What's giant... Lenny's excuse, though? I mean, He's got like... that rhino exoskeleton. He totally covered her. He protected her. He's a giant man. Just like that one guy protected the lizard when he jumped out. <laughs> Was that Fast 4? Jumps out of the semi with the lizard in his arms. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that yeah. 4? Yeah, that was 4. Yeah. So. so that's uh, Dominic Toretto's big brain moment there. <laughs> And and then after that, uh, the tank ends up like flipping or something and Shaw is pretty much captured and he's brought back to a military base. And does anybody know what happens at the military base? How he ends up essentially escaping like within a minute? All right. So we're at the military base. Shaw is captured and... He approaches Vin Diesel handcuffed and he says, you know, I told you if you messed with me, I would go after your family. And then he tells Brian, why don't you give Mia a call? And then it cuts and it shows what happened before this where he sent his goons off to kidnap Mia. Fortunately, the the baby Jack, she got the baby away, but Mia herself was captured. And uh, Brian realizes that Shaw has Mia, so they have no choice but to let him go, basically. Mm-hmm. So they had him for a minute, but again, he's five steps ahead of everyone. Yep. He's he's always got a trick up his sleeve, and then he ends up escaping. And as soon as he's leaving, he turns around and says, "You coming, babe?" Uh, which at first you think he's suggesting to Michelle Rodriguez's character, uh, but it turns well, yeah, out she's in the frame. It's just the camera's right on her. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it turns out that it's actually who Brett that uh, joins him. But Brett? Oh, somebody asked me a question. Sorry, I was this guy I had to pee. <laughs> oh, so who's the traitor? Yeah, who who turns on La Familia oh. and Jordan Shaw? Butch. <laughs> Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Butch Cassidy. Waited so long for that answer, and Brett's just like, Butch. Butch. <laughs> and Gina Serrano, I don't know, I don't know her name. Carano, Serrano, Gina whatever. Carano. Yeah. Correct answer. <laughs> she turns out to be like a double agent, and I don't know what. She's been feeding Shaw. I don't know. It's kind of seems like a pretty even match so far, and she's been really helpful to uh, the Familia so far. So I don't know how big of a a, a turn that was for the <laughs> Familia. We kind of guessed it. Yeah. Like I'll say this. The Rock is not good at picking his like number two person to work with. Yeah. Him. They're always turning on him. <laughs> Poor management. Well, he also does sexually harass Gina Carano's character. He says something like, Damn, she's got an ass and a brain or something when she, <laughs> when she, uh, fi- figures out some part of a plan or something. And I was, I was like, whoa, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Rock. I don't remember that. Uh, uh, but- it's HR. Oh, it's That's HR. 
I think the it's quote's there. differently. If it's if it's that, then yes. But I thought he said something differently. I'm going to look it up. Play the clip. Talk about right. yourself. <laughs> Maybe if we cross-reference phone records, leases. No, this has got Shaw's name written all over it. We've got vantage points, multiple exits, subways, highways, and storm drains. Badass and brains. Woman, you keep that up. I'm going to be out of a job. All right. Let's go nail that son bitch. And then, uh, I don't know. What happens after that? Do you guys remember? They pretty <laughs> much just end up on the runway. The longest runway the, in the history of the, the world. The big action scene. The big runway scene. Yeah, is there and, like any scene leading up to that that I might have missed? Or is it just, oh, now we're on the runway? I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel like pumps a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> to rally the troops, he pumps a shotgun. Uh, and then we get this crazy uh, runway scene. Does anybody want to walk us through at least like <laughs> half of it <laughs> where we get to like maybe Shaw dying or, or Giselle dying up until that point? Well, first of all, there's like the, there's like this huge plane that's like, if you've seen Star Wars, it's like pretty much the same thing that picks up all the clone troopers or like when Yoda's yeah. riding in it with like the 501. It's kind of <laughs> like that. So that's where, um, Luke. Luke Evans and his gang is going to like drive into that and fly away. So it's kind of this whole scene where like they're like tying a bunch of chains to like cars and then that to prevent it from like lifting off or something. Mm-hmm. This is the introduction of the Nospoon. Pat, this was a, uh, this was a more letterbox <laughs> review uh, as a piece of equipment that you really liked. Yeah. I wrote a uh, regular brain, uh, normal harpoon, uh, big brain, <laughs> Uh, EMP harpoon, galaxy brain, NOS harpoon. <laughs> it's just such. It's like that uh, Vince McMahon meme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's so many like shots of like cans of NOS, like both like the car liquid and the energy drink throughout the movie. But they they shoot this to Ty. I think it's Tyrese, right? Tries to shoot this to the wing of the plane, but he ends up kind of like missing. Or something? No, I think I thought it was Godot. Like, got the car got hit as she was shooting it. Was that, that, it? that happens on the other side of the plane too. Yeah, Gal Gadot, like the, the car gets hit and she kind of like stumbles, but then she ends up doing like this like ninja jump from the car, firing backwards like Trinity in the Matrix, kind of, and uh, to, to save, save Han. Han. Yeah, and I was devastated. I did not want her to die because I thought there was still a chance she could come back someday. Can I? Can I ask a question? Um, Corey might know. In the CGI pit that she fell into, was there like fire or something? Like, why didn't anybody? No fire. Why was it just assumed that she was dead? It's funny you ask. They're going like one sixty. They are, and she should die. But this is Fast and Furious rules, man. (laughs) Like, under Fast and Furious law, she should live. I think because Letty's alive, and and Owen Owen died. It seems like he dies, but he lives. Hobbs, yeah, he he lives too. Oh, Sean, yeah. So, so they do a flashback scene, and she doesn't just splat on the concrete. She like rolls off and gets amnesia. Man, <laughs> back in Fast Nine, <laughs> she dusts herself off from the runway and walks to McDonald's and <laughs> charges her phone, <laughs> gets an Uber, doesn't contact anybody. Um. Yeah, she apparently dies. We don't see her again. I think the plan was to harpoon the flaps of the wings to pull it down and not actually go through the wings and get pulled up by the plane. And they've messed that up so many times. And Brian is like the only one to actually hit the flap. Why didn't they just get guns? Lots of guns. 
<laughs> blow this thing out They're of the not sky. Really a, a gun, ga- a gun gang. They don't really use guns. They use we- uh, vehicles Nas- as weapons. Yeah, and NASA yeah, why, yeah. why is the Air Force not involved? Why, why is the military not involved? Why is it? This not- is just like an Armageddon. Like instead of training astronauts to dig, <laughs> they're training diggers to astronaut. So here they're yeah. training criminals to do the military. I don't know. Something Hobbs like that explains why it has to be them. If you want to catch wolves, you need wolves. <laughs> That's Classic true, right? Part. If you want to catch a wolf, you have to get another wolf. Want to catch wolves, you need wolves. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Wolves no, don't go after true. each other. <laughs> I'm just assuming the president in this universe has absolutely no idea what's going on. Uh, is not even aware of the situation. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, it's uh, the Rock is just going It's President Debo from The Fifth Element. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so we get a bunch of crazy action scenes, and there's some pretty hilarious fight scenes on this plane. Uh, like Brett said, there's a, a gigantic man. What's his name? I don't know. Did they say his name? Klaus. They say, they say it multiple times, I think. <laughs> Very large, muscular man who ends up fighting The Rock and Vin Diesel, and he gets... He... He gets his punches in, and then he gets destroyed uh, in a pretty hilarious way. Josh, you remember how? Being a large man yourself? Uh, I don't remember how he went out, actually. He got clothesline from the Josh, top ropes. Josh, did you watch this movie? Every time I've asked you a question, you've had no response. <laughs> Dude, but to be fair, you led this whole pod with like, yeah, this movie's really hard to remember, so back off. I don't think it's that hard to remember. Just give me a hint. I honestly forget how he goes out. I'll no, remember. No, you don't deserve okay. Clothesline okay. from the top yeah. ropes. Yeah. Flying clothesline. Vin Diesel lifts him up like an elegant dancer. And The Rock jumps five feet into the air and slam dunks on his head and knocks him out cold. I was kind of surprised that, like... How did I forget you think that? Rock, you think Rock was, like, kind of ticked off that... Vin Diesel beat his guy one-on-one, but Rock needed help to beat his guy? I, I bet he was, dude. Oh, yeah. For sure. Look at this. That guy was, like, twice True. the size of The Rock, though. That yeah, guy no, was... he made The Rock look small. He used to be a soccer goalie. Jeez. Oh, my God. Huh. But he got hurt, and then he got into bodybuilding. At one point, Dom does a flying headbutt into that guy, too. You guys see the flying headbutt? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the biggest laugh, I think, of the night, Brad, don't you think? Uh, well, no, him catching Letty, we laughed the hardest, but that was probably the second. <laughs> There's so many classic just flying moments in this movie of just The Rock or Vin Diesel just flying oh, around dude, in the air. Flying? Oh, man, there's so much more flying in Seven. Everyone's flying all the time. It's oh, like yeah. fucking Crouching Tiger, dude. <laughs> which, is the one where he, which is the one where he drives off a cliff? Five. Five. Uh, no. That could be seven, eight, nine. Seven. He's surrounded by cars and he drives off the cliff. But go ahead. We'll get to there. I'm sure we'll get to there. Um, Gina Carano gets uh, blasted in the chest by a harpoony, a harpoony boy. Um, yeah, is she being she... dragged or – that seems pretty – a brutal death. It's called getting Steve Irwin. Oh gosh! Uh, Too soon. Edit point. Ah, I can read that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I lo- loved it. Uh, she's dead. Uh, most likely, she flies out of the plane. That's the worst thing I've said on this pod. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it's definitely not. <laughs> um, and then uh, everybody hops off the plane except for Dom. Dom's the last one on the plane along with Shaw and Shaw's trying to escape in like a jeep or something 
and Dom turns back to go get him and ends up uh, not only killing Shaw, but also uh, taking back the MacGuffin we've been chasing apparently the whole movie. Uh, it's just a silver briefcase, I guess, that we haven't seen very much of. Shaw's not dead. He seems dead, though. Is he not dead? No, he's not dead. Yeah, he gets booted from uh, he gets booted from the plane uh, like everybody else that we assume dies. So I don't know. He might not be dead. We don't see any of these deaths. Just amnesia, maybe amnesia. <laughs> plane nesia. That's a bad one. <laughs> Corey, do you want to drift us on home with uh, how <laughs> Dom escapes this burning wreckage of uh, of a plane? Yeah. So the plane. Is uh, it's it's about to get like blown up, shit's falling apart because of all the harpoon nas shooting and all that. This <laughs> runway has been going on forever, by the way. Um, there's an article yeah. on Vulture.com where someone did the math, computing like how fast the cars were going in each scene, and there's, there's a bunch <laughs> of numbers. I don't really know what's going on, but the estimated length of the runway is 28.8 miles. Very long runway. <laughs> And Josh looked it up. Yeah. Josh looked it up last night. Josh, what's the longest runway in the world? Three point six miles. <laughs> <laughs> so everything is bigger in these movies, including runways. Yeah, yeah. Um, the plane's going down. It starts blowing up. It seems like Dom didn't get out in time, but he he just barely did. So as the plane's kind of blowing up behind him, he's like walking toward the family, and they're all happy except for Han, <laughs> who just. His girlfriend just died. Yeah, Han, poor Han. He he's had a rough go ever since joining La Familia. Um, uh, that's I don't know. That's pretty much it, right? I mean, there's not much after that. They uh, get their immunity and they head back to the states. And one of the conditions is Dom asked for the old house back, mm-hmm. which is good to see. I liked going back to that house and like having that. Barbecue in the backyard. It's just like nostalgia, really, from like the first couple movies. Um, so it's cool to go back there, and everybody seems pretty happy. And then The Rock shows up at this bar, this family barbecue, and he's like, "It's official. You guys are free to go." <laughs> he um, tells them after they're already like living there. Like he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." He's like, "As if there could be a a condition in which isn't met, and they're all thrown in jail or something." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, and uh, Dom's old uh, girlfriend shows up, um, and Michelle Rodriguez is like, thanks for taking care of Dom, and obviously sexually gratifying him <laughs> while I was under <laughs> amnesia oh or something. Uh, he's an amazing man. Uh, they both have to say that, because uh, it's required in <laughs> Vin Diesel's contract oh, yeah. that they it's both acknowledge that yeah. he's amazing in bed or something in this scene. <laughs> Best lay I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. At this point in the movie, too, I, I looked over at Tanya and I was like, I could see Dom being the kind of guy who would have two wives. And as she walks away, he goes, wait, you know you don't have to weave <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're moving to offer? Utah. All that Pat's impression seven. is just Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> I think Pappy was kind of alluding to this earlier, but yeah, like this whole dilemma within Vin Diesel about like the woman he's with versus the women he used to love, but now has amnesia, doesn't remember him. Like they invented so many far fetched plots, but they already had like kind of an internal struggle that they could have delved into a little bit. But all they do is basically say like, you're a good woman for letting me go. And she's just like, literally that giving of a person that she just gives up on 
Yeah, but her true love is the Force. She says that. <laughs> I mean, after spending a little bit of time with Han Solo, you would be too. <laughs> true. Uh, and then uh, pretty much the end is Han is like, yeah, I'm going back to Japan, which is, I guess, the lead into um, Tokyo Drift. Mm. This is now the merging of timelines of Tokyo Drift and um, the separate timeline of regular Fast and Furious. We got there. Dude, the mid credit scene I thought was like one of the coolest mid credit scenes. Like, they thought they did a really cool job of linking that together. Yeah, well, you want to explain it, Brett? Okay, so we're back, like, shot, uh, shot for shot, maybe the same thing that we saw in Tokyo Drift. They're going through the the racing at the end, and then Han gets hit and flips over and blows up, just like in the movie. And then all of a sudden, uh, Jason Statham gets out of the car. He, like, he had actually murdered him, basically. And then does he call Dom and says, I got... He calls somebody and says Han's dead. Yeah, he calls right? Dom. He, he calls says, Dom. Dominic Toretto, you don't know me, but you're about to. And then he hangs up. So good. So I noticed on the Wikipedia, it said Han supposedly dies here. And then I just clicked on like the through link. There's this insider article from like last month that's basically saying like Han appears in the Fast 9 trailer at the end of it. So he's. Yeah. Is alive? Oh, you don't know? No, no one's ever really gone. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh my that was gosh. Like, that blew Twitter up. That Han the, the White. That was the main talk before coronavirus, Josh, was Han was in F9. <laughs> How do you not know? I didn't know that either. It's going to be oh, a twin oh, brother. Oh, I'm sorry. I spoiled that for I you. I deleted Twitter, supposedly. I don't want to like spoil too much, Corey, but I, I take it this with Han dying and Jason Statham, that's the catalyst to bring uh, Lucas Black back. <laughs> Sean he's not coming back, my friend. He's in seven. Oh, very briefly, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Dom just talks to him. I and was he's looking like, forward to that. Han was pretty cool, right? And he's like, yeah. All right, see ya. Oh man, I was hoping. Oh. I was hoping he was in it. That sucks. Okay, my bad. <laughs> but this is the catalyst for the whole next movie, uh, which I don't know the plot of. Um, uh, is there anything else here? I mean, that's. Middle of the credits, was there another thing after that? I don't think so. I don't think so. So Han just gets blown to the side and gets amnesia then. Is that what we're to believe? Uh, I've heard speculation that it's like a clone Han or an android Han. No uh, way. Are you for real? <laughs> I mean, no, I, I really well, have speculation. I think the clone is going to be it. You have to, yeah, that has to be like possible because in Hobden Shaw, Idris Elba's character is, like, basically half yeah. cyborg. Shit's getting out of control over there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, when are they going to go to space? I mean, it's going to be pretty soon, right? Fast in space? FX. Gravity sucks. Han is actually, like, Ray's <laughs> dad. Well, I feel like they got to fight aliens at some point. Ray Palpatine's dad. This is the last <laughs> one that Justin Lin did until 9, right? The next two aren't, yes. aren't him. Correct. Well, that uh, concludes F6. If you guys have any last comments before we get to yes or no's. Well, I was going to say something else about Justin Lin. I was going to ask Corey a question. Because, I, Corey, I remember you saying that these guys are basically like superheroes. That may have been on like Big Dumb Movie or like one of our podcasts, uh, like four or something. But I, I, I found out since then that like Justin Lin is like really, really good friends with the Russo brothers. Not only that, they own a company like together what? and it feels like there's a lot of similar 
beats with like the Avengers and like this stage of fast. Is that what you were getting at when you said they're basically superheroes or is it even more? I mean, every movie escalates it further to the point where I think the only like logical thing that's going to happen next is like someone's going to have powers. Like it's going to be that or an alien or something. But yeah, I mean, they've been saving the (laughs) world enough times or defying physics. They're the smartest people in the world. Apparently they're basically the Avengers. They should fight the Avengers. <laughs> How about some time travel? Yeah. That'd be cool. Ooh. Dom versus Dom. Who has the better family? <laughs> Old Dom versus young Dom. Anyone else love the, let me guess, you saved me? Nope, I was the kid showing off. <laughs> Classic a- acting The right scars there. comparison, yeah. You're like... You got this scar when we were 15. What if she had like a scar and he's like, I don't really know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I physically abused you when we were teenagers. <laughs> I wasn't the same guy back then. I've changed. Before he switched to Corona. <laughs> See, Mikey has no problem saying that stuff. He doesn't say at a point. He just lets it. He lets Ride it or die, baby. Right or die. <laughs> I don't know what kind of person he was. Maybe he was a really good boyfriend his whole life. I don't know. That was just a joke. They obviously I loved it. each other very much. Um, yeah, I, I, whatever. Love is love, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. We can start yes or no's. One, one, one final question. It's a real. Um, I don't know if this would could be considered being meta or whatever, but. At this point, do you think it's like they try to save families many times as possible? It's kind of like a joke. No, it's definitely a thing now. They're pretty sincere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that, that that's kind of sadder. Right? Like if they were like trying to make it like a like a wink wink, then I would like it more. But if they're really using that, it's a little corny. It is corny knowing that. Uh... Pretty much all of them hate each other, really. None of them really <laughs> yeah, like true. each other on set. <laughs> well, so. by all accounts, they liked Paul Walker. Oh, yeah. They rally around Paul Walker, but as far as everybody else, they don't. I think Vin Diesel said he was his best friend. I don't know if that's true or not, but... More like family than a I friend. I can believe that. Both. Yeah, we go yes or no's. We want to go east to east or east to east? I'll go. All right. I'm going to give this a solid yes. It is a very good Fast and the Furious movie. It's a very good action movie. And it's obviously not as good as five. It doesn't have as strong of like the heisty elements that make five so compelling. But it looks good. It has great action scenes. It's got the family. I already invested in these characters. I like what they're doing. And uh, I like that they have, like, finally met their match with a guy that's similar to them, but maybe a little bit more advanced. He has training they don't have. So I like that they kind of upped the ante a little bit. And I think it was a a good movie. Ride or die, it's a yes for me. Nice. Uh, Pep? Yeah. Uh, when I was watching this, I felt this was, like, very much on the level of something like Cliffhanger that we've done before, or even Child's Play. They're just like a very solid representation 
of a genre, uh, action or horror, but in this case, action. Um, it doesn't have the same novelty that Fast Five did, and, and there is something I think that's lost now that they're all like extravagantly wealthy to the point where they're buying jets and like making ATM machines rain. Like they're not. I don't know. It's it's hard to root for them in the same way that they are just kind of like invincible gods now. But I, I did think it's a it's a very solid <laughs> action movie. So uh, soft, yes, for me. Uh, but probably my second favorite of the series so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Too fast. <laughs> yep. Injecto Cito. Right, you want to go next? I think I'm next. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Josh, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, I'm not petrosexual enough to give this movie a yes. I got to start giving like the down <laughs> petrosexual. What are you, actually- you can't even- This is an objectively better movie than four. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but remember, I had just been to Sundance and seen like a bunch of Debbie Downer movies, and I needed Fast Four. Okay. I didn't really need this. I mean, Brett and I had fun watching it, but. I think, especially for the sake of like rating and yes and no count, someone needs to stand up and say like this is kind of a, a downshift for them. I guess they're upping the ante, like Corey said from Fast Five, but I'm just not buying as much. Um, it, all of these Fast and Furiouses that star Vin Diesel are all about family is good, and they tried to like switch that up in this one and be like. Actually, some people think family is bad, and then at the end, it's like, nope, family's still good. So, it's just, ah, it, the message, there's not much there. I don't know. I'm just going to give it a no. Sorry. What would you rather watch, Fast 4 or Fast 6? Boom. I don't remember either of them, so. Because <laughs> you've been watched them. <laughs> That's the I correct answer. I not remember anything from the movie. <laughs> I promise you I watched this movie just last night, but it, these things just go inside of my left ear and go right out of my right side. Like, nothing sticks. And isn't that exactly what you needed this week? What else did you possibly need this week on top of watching a deep movie? You just needed something to turn your brain off. I did. And I had fun watching it with you, Brett, but I'm still going to just hang tight and give it a no. I'm not going to let That's this okay. one be preserved or whatever. Make a stance. Josh, if Ja Rule would have said, Monica, would you have given it a yes? Yeah. Because I thought. <laughs> Brett, you're next. Uh, yeah. Super uh, disappointed in Josh. I'm, yeah, this is a yes. Uh, I enjoyed watching this. Uh, I mean, I definitely enjoyed it because Josh and I had a really good time last night, but it, it was everything I expected it to be. Um, I would admit that the, I don't like remember them mentioning a chip at all until about an hour and 40 minutes into it. I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> but like, like you said, someone said it's like a, it's like a throwaway line. I get it. I remember it now. It was like a tech bomb. But, you know, the plot was a little all over the place and it's absolutely ridiculous. I, I, I'm waiting for them to realize that you can't jump off like a, a train going 60 miles an hour onto a car and like, I don't know. Just it, the physics don't really work that way. Like you're gonna fall back. But anyway, it's a, a in between a soft and a solid. Yes, I I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely fun. Uh, like we said, there's not much of a plot here. But that's not why I'm watching these movies. Um, I think 
this movie really shows that this is a pretty good action franchise. And that whole tank sequence uh, was really fun, I think. And that final uh, leap from Dom right there, it just kind of like... That that scene right there just like paves the way for like these last few movies that it's like gonna be batshit crazy now. Um, they really do like Corey says they're flying out of planes and shit uh, in these cars. It's nuts um, afterwards, but it's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, no plot. It's not that big of a deal for me personally. I mean, they're all pretty terrible actors i would say so it's not like we're missing anything there um but yeah it's just pure fun uh it's nice to just turn your brain off for like two hours and space out uh but um i also remember uh loving that teaser scene with jason statham because Mm -hmm. i'm a huge jason statham fan and when he pops out of that car at the end i remember like holy shit they're going all out for just gathering every major action star for the series and like they're committing to just going crazy with uh the stunts and stuff so i thought that was great because jason statham he's already in a bunch of crazy car movies where he's like an expert driver and stuff so it's just like a perfect fit and i really enjoy him as an actor so the next movie is awesome to see him in uh so i'll say it's it's uh it's a solid yes. It's obviously, I think five is better, but it's uh, one of the better Fast and Furious movies. So, what is that? Uh, three yeses, one no, or four yeses, one no, from Josh. Deserves yeah, four, it. Yeah, four and one. Four and one. Kind of like a flat Corona. Almost made it. Almost made it. Josh, uh, I'm starting to get the feeling that you're not the biggest fan of. Yeah, the what's family, going on there, Josh? Bro. <laughs> I just need a little more art in my movies, guys. Maybe I'll remember it if there's a little bit more substance to it. 120 Days of Sodom. You know, <laughs> that's really probably why I can't remember anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene from that movie is burned into my brain, so. Josh's eyes haven't uncrusted from watching 120 Days. Just been eating my own shit. Edit point, sorry. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for <laughs> I'm ready for trivia if you guys are or we can toss the spoiler man and come back but um trivia I'm ready trivia you guys Yo, ready yeah let's do it I'm ready I was born All right, ready do we have an order oh shit uh Corey on fast five uh Neon Lock Brett Lock Pappy Fast and Furious and Josh Forrest Gump all pretty recent uh so, so Corey, Corey, Brett, Pappy, Josh. How long is the longest runway in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Josh already has this. that looked up. <laughs> no, I'm going to relate this to my favorite scene in the movie, the tank scene. It's just going to be pretty easy. Um, we're just going to do Price is Right rules. Huh. Um, how much, how many metric tons does a tank weigh? <sighs> So you can't go over. No. Well, you know what? Let's take off that. We You can go over. That makes it easier. Right, so I go first? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know metric tons. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> 2,000 2, pounds. Oh, that's a good hint. All right, thank you. Uh, Wouldn't that just be an American ton? Pounds isn't metric. You're fucking me up, man. <laughs> it's all equals the same thing. I'm going to say... <laughs> it's 2,000 pounds worth. I'm going to say it's seven metric tons. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you convert it... Okay, that was probably I don't a need bad you, answer. Uh, Brett, you got a guess? <laughs> uh, I'll go t- uh, 11 metric tons. Oh, wow, heavy is this? Pap? Uh, I'll go 4 metric tons. It's probably a lot closer than mine. George? <laughs> uh, 1,000 metric tons. What did Brett say? 11. And Corey said 7. Um, I'll say 9.1 metric tons. Ooh. Oh, boy. None of you were close at all, <laughs> uh, but we do have a winner. And it is Brett. The answer was 62 tons. 62 wow. metric Ooh. tons. Wow. Wow, that is a heavy load. It's a heavy boy. <laughs> yeah. So, Brett, do you have a, a pick for next week, or do you want me to toss a spoiler, man, and we can come back to you? <sighs> toss the spoiler, man. All right. Brett is our champion for next week. I'm going to toss the spoiler, man. Spoiler, man, take us away. <laughs> spoiler, man, here. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And we're back. Uh, Brett is our champion for next week. Brett, what have you decided? Well, I've decided that I will not be bullied into <laughs> doing fast. bully-free zone. <laughs> okay, so I am going to pick... A movie that's opposite of the last movie I picked, and it is a French action movie with, like, the coolest parkour scene in the history of movies. It is called District B-13. <laughs> I think we're going to have fun with this one. Got to get a lot of plays. Yeah, people are going to be lining up for this one. <laughs> what year was this? 2004. Oh, so it's, like, relatively hmm. new? It's really short, Mikey. It's an hour and 24 minutes long. I like that. Nice. Nice. Uh, we're up to three stars already on Letterboxd. I like that, Brett. Brett and I watched this before together in college, and we loved it back then. I can't wait to see if I love it again, but I gotta say, Brett, come on, man. No family. <laughs> Fine, let's just do freaking Fast 7. <laughs> Don't turn your back on family. No, your pick is already locked in. Your pick I is locked in. I just can't believe in. what's we're happened doing... to us. Like, We have to pick movies that are going to get plays all of a sudden? Are we sold out? Look, we... We're just trying to make rent here. 
<laughs> this is all supposed to coincide with the release of F9, but that apparently has gone straight out <laughs> the window. True. Yeah, since that's coming out next today. year now. Uh, today was a... Yeah, we also have to uh, mention that today was pretty devastating in the fact that F9 was delayed until next year. So it was a pretty heartbreaking day um, as Giselle Gal Gadot dies <laughs> in the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. And, and also... Uh, this movie, this next movie is delayed. Uh, but that's fine. We can skip uh, F7 for now. Brett, I am actually super interested to watch this movie that you've chosen. It sounds pretty crappy and short, which I like. Uh, so <laughs> it's called District B13, right? Yeah. All right, so that'll be uh, what we're doing next week. Uh, everybody out there, stay safe. Don't eat any Corona. And uh, we'll catch you next week. This was spoilers. Furious 7, Furious uh, yeah. 7. Dude, I'll if, Venmo you. Okay, let's get some let's get something out of the way right now. If if we're just gonna keep doing fast movies, let's just do them. Let's just but that's not I'm not gonna like do the pick if I have to. Do you wanna just do seven, eight, nine? You can pick yeah. whatever you want. How can we do I'm, saying, I, I'm okay with doing the fast movies. It just I'm not gonna waste a pick on it. No, we're waste a pick I on it. I wasted a pick on it. Yeah. It evens out because we all wasted a pick. Yeah. I picked the car movie too. <laughs> so you're either in the family or you're not. It's your yeah, choice. I'm not, I'm not Brett. picking a. F- it's Don't nice give it away. Little- Don't give it away. I, I haven't decided. I'm either going to go it. 80s fantasy or foreign action movie. 80s fantasy. Uh, easy, yeah. But it's, been- it's gonna it's gonna have a scene that my my wife is gonna hate. Now let's see. Brett. You've already done oh. Willow. Uh, it's got to be never ending story. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Never ending story two. And the other movie and the other movie I think only Josh and I in the whole world have seen. And it's awesome. District B nine? B thirteen. That's exactly what it is. Oh, B thirteen. Please do that one. I was that's what I was gonna do. Oh. It's so fun. Alright. Uh can I come back? You ready? I, I don't know. Should I Furious Seven? Like get votes or? Yeah, well, I'm not gonna. I'm do that. interested in this action movie now. All right, I'm ready. That was spoilers.